Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer, and I'm joined by my friend and co-worker, Laura Pitney, to do another episode of Your Questions Answered. This question is quite interesting. It goes like this. You say not to repeat yourself, but I'm wondering how you teach this. I have a five-year-old. Let's say I get her attention, look directly into her eyes, and tell her, go put your pajamas in the laundry. She starts the journey, but gets sidetracked on the way there. Five minutes later, I notice her pajamas on the kitchen floor beside her while she's playing with a toy she found on the way. How do you handle this situation if you don't repeat yourself? This is my life right now. Even my older girls are guilty of similar behavior sometimes. That's a tough one. It is. It is. It sounds like she's doing the right steps as far as making sure the child's looking at her and making sure she's hearing her, but it's the follow-through. Yes, yes. And I think one helpful thing with that follow-through is in order to get that habit established in the first few weeks Mm -hmm. of getting that established, I think mama needs to go with her. Yeah. Um, Say, okay, go put your pajamas in the hamper and walk along beside her to help her stay on task, to help her brain keep moving forward. Sure. I I know that's going to grate a lot of mamas the wrong way. It's like, I don't have time for that. I got to be doing all these other things. Um, But hopefully it will only be for a short time. And just think if you get that habit established. Right, then... You're, you won't have to be right next to them. Exactly. To and you'll reap the benefits sure. of that follow-through. Right. In other areas. Yes. Because it would apply to other areas. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So I think going with her is going to be one good benefit. Yeah. What are your thoughts about, okay, your child is looking at, at you. You have the eye contact. You're telling them what to do. You're saying, okay, did you hear, did you understand? And they say, yes, ma'am, or... Do you think there's value in having them repeat back the instructions that were given to them? Sometimes. I think so. It's almost like a, a form like of narration. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it takes away any excuses they have for, oh, yeah. I didn't understand, or oh, I didn't hear you, or something right. like that. So I don't see a problem with having them repeat it back. Right. Um, if you want them to put it in their own words, you sure. can, <laughs> or sure. put it in your words. But that way, there's no miscommunication. Yeah. And that's an important adult skill, right. actually. Right. You know? Yeah. When you're having a conversation with your spouse or something, a sure. lot of times people say, tell back the person what they just said sure. to make sure you understood it correctly. Right. Another thought with that is, um, you know, not all of us have smart aleck kids, but some of us do. True. And so for us to say, all right, Go put your, um, as you would say, pajamas. I'd say pajamas. Go put your pajamas. <laughs> There's a song yeah. there. You say pajamas, <laughs> yes. I say there pajamas. <laughs> as I'm telling my child to do that, they'll say, yes, ma'am, I understand, but because I didn't say when to do it. So clarifying that I want you to go do this right now or before you go play with the toy. Clarifying when you expect it to be done, because Mm -hmm. that, again, might come back and say, well, I was planning on doing the pajamas in the hamper, but I was going to do it after dinner. So not that they shouldn't just obey immediately and Mm -hmm. with a happy Mm -hmm. heart, but, you know, every once in a while we have that smart aleck kid that's going to see the loophole in the instructions. So even being more specific of what you, when you expect it. 
And I, I understand that and can be very helpful. There's also, on the flip side mm -hmm. of that, um, that you cannot think of every potential loophole yeah, they might true. come across. And yeah. so we might need to, at some point, mm -hmm. um, have a little heart-to-heart -heart on attention is, I love the definition, mm -hmm. listening with the ears, eyes, and heart. Yeah. And what do you think I'm telling you? Yeah. Read between the lines here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know me. What do you think my intent is right. here? What is it? What's the right. end goal I have in mind? Right. Um, I think that, and a lot of that is your whole relationship with yeah. your child, keeping your hearts turned toward each other. Right. It's an ongoing process. But it's one of those situations where you may say, you know, go put your pajamas in the hamper and they'll say, yes, ma'am. And then they may say, what did you say to do again? You know, if you, you know, because obviously all kids struggle with the distractions. Yeah. So getting back to the question of how do I not repeat the instruction to begin with, mm -hmm. you know, I have found that sometimes, you know, I'm like, well, what did I tell you? You know, putting that responsibility back on them yes. to go back in their mind to what I had originally said versus the temptation just to repeat it because that's the quick, easy answer. So the habit in ourself to put that responsibility back on them. Yes. I know you heard what I said. You were looking at me. You said, yes, ma'am. So think hard about what I told you to do. It makes me think of Winnie the Pooh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Which part did you get the fluff in your yeah. ear? You know, which, which part did right. you not hear? And you might even say, tell me what you do remember. Yes. Which, which part right. do you remember? Right. Um, just to help them draw it out. Right. Um, I think another helpful thing is to, to motivate them mm -hmm. to pay full attention, to pay better attention, yeah. is to have consequences yeah. ready to right. go. Right. Consequences are so hard to, to have specific and powerful mm -hmm. in the moment. Yeah. I, I get requests all the time <laughs> for, can you just give me a list of consequences? Right. And you can't. Right. Because it depends on the, the situation, the background, right. you know? Is this a one-time occurrence right. or is this a perpetual thing? Is this a personality? Does the child have auditory processing yeah. issues? There's just so many factors. Right. But mamas, I think, are in a unique position mm -hmm. to understand their children yeah. better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. So I think they can find those consequences if True. they stop and reflect and think about it. Yeah ahead of time and have a few in their tool belt, if right. you will. Right. Well, natural consequences are usually there. Mm -hmm. It's just us understanding, well, in her example, sh the child got distracted by a toy along the way. So the natural consequence would be probably to take that toy, aw toy away or to not let them have the toy until their responsibility is done. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the natural consequences are usually there. Um, but like you said, to have a few that are um, on hand, for instance, maybe, oh, well, you didn't obey this time and you know what I expect of you. I told you and you chose not to do it. So that means a 30 minute earlier bedtime, you know, or mm -hmm. um, trash duty this week or, you know, extra chores, especially mm -hmm. when they're old enough to understand that they made a choice not to yes. obey when they did hear it and everything. But. Or, or if the child has gotten distracted and you walk across the room and she's playing with a toy, yeah. you can take the toy, mm -hmm. but rather than saying, I told you to, mm -hmm. that's the repeat part we right. want to avoid, take the toy and say, you have not done what I told you mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. 
That's yeah. it. And, and then you wait. <laughs> then you wait because sometimes you wait. <laughs> they have to, yeah, it, it can be awkward and you yeah. pray a lot yeah. while you're standing there too. Um, another mom that I read recently mentioned an interesting consequence that she does that kind of is a multi-use okay. consequence where if she gives the child a task to do and they get distracted and they don't mm -hmm. do it, they have to come back and do the task twice. Oh, all right. So in the pajama instance, or pajama instance. <laughs> Get it right. Um, <laughs> okay. The PJ instance. Um, she would, the mom would find the daughter there. You could take the toy and say, you did not do what I told you to do. Let's go do it together. We go, she puts the pajamas mm -hmm. in the hamper. You take them back out, take them back to the kitchen where they started mm -hmm. from, put them down and say, okay, let's do it one more time. Sure. Start to finish. Yep just to practice doing it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great idea, especially if you have younger children that really you're trying to form that habit of listening and for yourself not to repeat. I mean, mm -hmm. hands-on is so practical yeah. in that way. I, ha I had an instance um, this week. It wasn't only the non-repeating, but it was something one of my daughters was already trained to do. The examples, okay, I asked her to dust the living room. That's something we've practiced. She has grown up dusting the living room. You know, it's nothing new that I've asked her to conquer. Um, but the heart of it was the integrity of doing the job well mm. and doing it without me having to repeat myself or repeat the instructions because she knows she's an older. And so the, it happened. It so happened that I noticed this big streak along one of the pieces of furniture that it was very obvious. I could have wrote my name in the dust, unfortunately. <laughs> Good house cleaning here. Um, so I, I asked her, I said, did you dust that piece of furniture? And she said, yes. And I said, well, I provoked her, first of all, which took repentance on my heart. I'm like, well, I know you didn't do it because I can still see the dust. Mm. You know, so my it was a learning, learning lesson for both of us. But anyway, us bringing up what she missed yes. in the instruction and her understanding that, okay, mom told me to do something. I listened. I heard it. I'm acting it out, but I didn't do it thoroughly. Yeah, and so as the kids get older and we struggle with the repeating and the instructions, it's almost like there's an added component of, mm -hmm. like you said, with, uh, what was your definition of attention? Listening with the ears, eyes, and heart. So right now, I'm on the heart side of things. Yeah. You know, for the younger kids, when you give instructions, you know, they can hear it, and they can do it, and they're like, yes, I conquered it. But it's more out of loyalty and respect to you as their authority figure versus as the children become older mm -hmm. and really mm -hmm. develop their own personalities and who they are as young people, that's really where I have seen the heart issue come into play yeah. to where, you know, she did the job, it was dusted, but it wasn't that integrity component that I really, we've really been working on actually, that's been one of our habits lately, to where, you know, she's doing, I want her to do what's right when nobody's watching. Mm -hmm. And to dust every component of what was expected of her was part of that. Yes. And so I know our questions about the, the habit of repeating, not repeating ourselves and our children to do it, but that's multi-layered, really, yes, with it the, the attention. And I'm just in that phase of life, life right now where the heart is my concern mm -hmm. and not just the conformity of the outward. 
And with the younger ones, it's easy to make that happen because they're ready and willing, you know, most of the time, besides when they throw the fits on the ground, but, you know, ready and willing to... <laughs> Just that little part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're happy to please you. They want to please you, especially those preschool years and, you know, younger, you know, six, seven, eight-year-olds. But when you start getting a little feedback and they have this inner war with themselves almost mm-hmm. of, you know, okay, I've been trained, I know what's expected of me, but then there's this fight of selfishness to want to do it their own way or, right. hmm, I wonder if I do this, if the, what kind of reaction I'll get from mom, you know, today. So, or yeah. as they're getting older, they're starting to uh, view it yeah. like we do sometimes yeah. as mamas, where it's like, this is a never-ending thing. Yeah. I'll yeah. do it today, but I'm just going to have to do it again right. next time. Right. And so they might be thinking it's futile in right. a sense. Right, you know? and helping them navigate those emotions and those thoughts and yeah. um, to to counsel their hearts to where there there is the right response where they want to obey and they want to do what's right and they they don't want to have to say what'd you say you know we want them to we want to benefit the fruits of all those years of labor and yes. and yet it's still a struggle for them yes you know a struggle for me I mean we've talked she even mentioned how you know we expect these things of our children but how do we change it in our own life and it's a habit yeah, we struggle we have with. trouble paying attention ourselves yeah. <laughs> that was another part of the question yeah, yeah. so yeah. how would you answer that I think it's going to take small steps mm-hmm. but it needs to number one we don't just throw up our hands and say well that's just the way I am and I can't yeah. improve because Charlotte Mason talked about it is pleasant to know that even in mature life we can now I'm paraphrasing but we can form new habits with a Quote, little persistent effort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of persistent yeah. effort. <laughs> Something little. Yeah. But I think um, one thing that can help adults especially is to take it in tiny steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to um, pay full attention to this particular thing. Or, or uh, when my child is talking to me, I am going to set aside my mm-hmm. phone or set aside the potato peeler yeah. or whatever we're working on, and I'm going to look her right in the eye yeah. and right. give her my full attention. Um, just those little steps mm-hmm. that we can keep working on in our own hearts and lives. Right. Uh, in addition to that proactive, we can start examining our lives for areas that are sabotaging yeah. those efforts. Yeah. If we're continually doing um, social media yeah. all the time, mm-hmm. that starts a cycle in our brains right. that shortens our attention span because right. we're looking for, if a notification dings, boom, we're there. Mm-hmm. And it's taken our attention away from what we were working on. Right. Um, that, as well as getting enough sleep, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. When you're fatigued, it's hard to pay full attention. Right. Um, just the idea of using different parts of the brain mm-hmm. as you go through your day yep. so we don't clean the whole house top yeah. to bottom <laughs> in one fell swoop, you yeah. know? Well, yeah. You're going to clean this and then let's go do something else right. for a while. Right. You know what I'm talking yes. about. But just those same principles that we talk about with teaching our children the yeah. habit of full attention, I think with a little reflection we can tweak them and apply them to ourselves. Yeah. And just remember it's... It's a process. Yeah. You're not going to just flip a switch right. and suddenly have full attention. Right. We all struggle with mm-hmm. it at different times of the day, yeah. let alone of our lives. Right. I definitely think um, consistency on our part to be a, to be a good example on the, maybe even the habits that our children are struggling with, whether it's a weakness 
of ourselves or not, you know, this example being um, not repeating, which lends to full attention mm-hmm. to a certain degree, mm-hmm. you know, um, unfortunately that, that burden rests on our shoulders to really try to be a good example. Like you were saying, when our, ch- when our child needs our attention to drop what we're doing and give them our full attention as an example to them that they should do the mm-hmm. same to mm-hmm. us. So mm-hmm. it just kind of goes hand in hand, which is a beautiful a beautiful thing, and it shows you how the family works well together, and you all make mistakes, and you all fall short, but yet you're there to encourage and uplift and, and keep at it. And, you know, for this mama to feel like she sees a, a struggle in her children and then yet to see the own struggle in her own life, mm-hmm. that humility is such a beautiful thing because you're never going to improve if you don't admit the problem, you know, yes. and you don't uh, get on the same page together as a family, which goes back to how important habits are and to do them as a family and not expect everything to be perfect all at once, but a refining process almost. Yes. Um, and, and Charlotte talked a lot about mental sympathy. Yeah. That, you know, when you are in the same boat, yeah. you're not going to come down with a sledgehammer yeah. on your child. Right. You're, you're going to understand yeah. how hard it is for that child, too. Doesn't mean you're going to excuse it. Right. Doesn't mean you're going to just say, well, we're not going to work on that. Right. But you can empathize with them. Right. I thought of one more way we can be a model, and I hesitate Uh-oh. even <laughs> to bring this up. I'm ready. But it's like, okay, Ooh. conviction time. Oh, yeah. Um, how many times just yesterday... Did my husband say something to me? And I said, what? Yeah. That just came to my mind. Yeah. It's like, wow, now I could play the card of I'm getting older, I'm getting harder <laughs> to hear this. But, but yeah. no, it's, um, yeah. we need to watch that aspect too. Sure. It's not just with our children. Mm-hmm. It's with the other people, people in us. general. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Good words. <laughs> if you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the video version of this podcast or read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. All of those links will be in the notes, along with links to any resources that I mentioned. By the way, did you know that you can tell Siri or your Echo or Google device to play the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast? Give it a try. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.